In 2007, I started a business. It was called 360 Degrees. At the time, I wanted to build a communication agency that would do what you call 360, advertising, PR, and below the line. And at the time, digital was just starting to get through. Over the next 10 years, I'd build a business that at its peak would hire 12 people, give them jobs, give them opportunities, and we would work for some of the biggest corporates and multinationals in this country. We worked hard. We loved our work. We had fun. But somewhere towards the end of that journey, I went through this divorce. And I started to run down my business. I started to get tired. I went through depression. And eventually I had to shut down my business. I could see the end coming. I could feel the frustration. I could feel the anger and the disappointment in myself because I could see where this was going. It wasn't just me, but it was the environment that I was working in. It was getting tougher and tougher to get business every day. What do entrepreneurs go through? What do men who choose to find their own path go through to put money, put food on their table, money in their wallets, feed for their families and fend for their children? Entrepreneurship in this country is a daunting task. And now, more than ever, it is harder than it has ever been. I hear this every single day from the men around me. Business is tough. I hear stories of repossessions of assets. I hear stories of auctioneers. I hear stories of debt collectors. I hear stories of people shutting down their offices around me every day. And this is heartbreaking. And I want to talk to men about it. I want to talk about what is going on with our businesses, with our ability to work. So this month, we'll go through a series. In fact, maybe for the next foreseeable future. We'll talk about these things. But I want to tell you something. I want to tell you who's listening, don't give up. Don't give up. Yesterday, as I was sitting at a friend's house, knowing that I'm going back to a dark house because my electricity has been cut, because I've had a bill that I've been unable to pay and it's been piling. I remembered a blog post I'd written in 2016 before I'd shut down my business. I used to have this blog, amanimaranga.wordpress.com and on it I had an article written, Don't Give Up. And it gave me energy yesterday. It gave me hope. So let me read it out for you before we start our episode. Life can be hard. Yes, it can be really hard. Sometimes the circumstances you face are a result of your own making. And sometimes your circumstances have nothing to do with you. I've had the privilege of enjoying some success, as well as the shame and pain of failure. So how do you rise up when life has beaten you down to a pulp? How do you master the hope that you can be great 
or great again. Oftentimes people say that you have to trust in God and that I agree with for he is the lifter of my countenance and I do believe that God has the ability to create new circumstances for you and for me. I also believe that many times you also have to tell yourself the right things. You have to look around you and say, I shall rise. That it can and it will get better. You have to do something today that starts your journey back to the top. Believing that no effort is wasted even if the results are not immediate. You have to speak life to yourself even if you're the only voice you hear. I now know that giving up is a choice. Just like you can choose to get up and keep searching, keep walking, keep believing, and keep hoping. I've always imagined that if you do good often, the good will outweigh your bad, and that you'll always be okay. I don't know if it's true, but sometimes that feeling makes you think that then life, or the universe, or the world, or God owes you something. But do they? I think it is you who owes you something. It is you who owes yourself the opportunity to rise, to hope, to keep dreaming. My prayer today, my hope, and my wish for you is that you'll give yourself all that you have. And with God's help, you'll rise again. Like the proverbial phoenix, that your latter will be greater than your former. Do not give up on you. I won't give up on me. Give yourself another chance. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Living Truthfully, the male perspective podcast, the African male perspective podcast. Sometimes it's just Amani's perspective, but anyway, here we are, and we've just finished a wonderful series. Papa was a rolling stone. We talked about dads, we talked about our fathers, about the things they did right, about the things they could have done better, about the identity that they give us. And it was such a wonderful series. Thank you for all the guys who showed up. Thank you for all the people who allowed us to even just share feedback from their dads and their relationships with their dads. And thank you for all the healing that is happening. Man, this is why I do this, man. Thank you for sharing your healing stories. So now we start a new series. We start a conversation about money. We start a conversation about men and their hustle. We start a conversation about the things that we do to have to put food on the table. They say many pesa. They say that a man is the size of his wallet, and I've always disagreed with that. I've always thought that a, the, a man has more to offer, more to give. But it is true that what we do with ourselves, it is true that the amount of money that we make, 
the kind of life that we're able to provide for ourselves and our families defines us. And I want to ask, how do we get there as men? And what does it take from us to do that, to provide? What's the journey that we go through? And so, today, I start this series with a man who's a friend, a man who got the hottest chick we had in our circle. <laughs> ah, the guy went straight. It was like this one. He was the most unlikely candidate. But then he got over it. He got not just over it, he won the prize. A uh, man who was once a housemate of mine. A uh, man I respect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Living Truth, the one. And on Steve Nyumba. Yes! What up, Steve? Yeah! I made it! You made it to me. I made it to the podcast, people! I made it! <laughs> ah, Steve, it's so good to have you here. This guy is a phenomenal man. He's actually doing something for our podcast and um, our, our, our business, our business hustle. Um, but Steve, people don't even know. Okay, people don't know who you are, so obviously. But let me tell you, this guy is a multi-talented IT guru. Uh, we've always just he's, he's always just fixed things. Um, but he's also a pianist. He used to play when I used to sing. He used to play for me when I'm singing. True, 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 true story. <laughs> no, guys, don't the believe. days Amani used to sing. The days Amani used to sing with a bright orange shirt. <laughs> and, and I'd hold one ear like I'm listening to boys, like boys to men. Then with, with the mic up and the, and, oh. the, and the little finger sticking out. It's sticking out. It's like I'm having high tea. <laughs> but I could sing then. You could sing. You could sing. Now I don't know if I can hold a tune, even with a bucket. Steve, welcome to Living Truthfully. Thank you, Amani, for having me. It's exciting to be here. It's exciting to finally make it to, to this podcast. Looking forward to the conversation. And uh, yeah. You know, when you started getting into the payment systems, and I hope we get to talk, to talk about it, I was like, these guys have cracked something incredible. I never saw that in you at the beginning. And I feel bad. It's like I don't have the eye for talent. Eh? But tell me, how did you get into the world that you're in now? First of all, you remember we were housemates. We were housemates, yes. Yes. And uh, I, I can't quite remember, but were you in school at that time? No, I'd, I'd finished. I, I was, mean, in Compass. No, I'd, I'd cleared. When I'd cleared. I'd, I'd already started working at Village Market at the time. Oh, yes, 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 um, yes, yes. And by the time I came to you, that house, which was like a halfway house for many people, <laughs> um, I was in trouble, actually. I had not, I'd lost my job uh, earlier that year. Yeah. And then I'd also lost a relationship that uh, was significant to me at the time. Yeah. So I was a refugee. Anyway, we'll get to, that's another story story for for another another day. day. But anyway, during that time, I think I'd already started. Mm -hmm. I think this was early 2005. Yes. So we started in 2004. Okay. And um, I started my, I got my first job in 2002 Mm -hmm. um, in an engineering company. Okay. And that was um, in somewhere here in Raptor Road. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was, I was like a IT administrator. 
having been in that formal employment i got a lot of opportunities because the company where i was at there are things which they were not doing mm. you know for example you know you get someone coming in in an engineering company asking you know do you guys do websites and mm. they're like no that's not what we do here we mm. fix electrical circuit boards mm. and those kinds of things mm. so I was like okay but I know a guy who can do it <laughs> that is me. <laughs> so I used to get a lot of um side business mm. which at some point um I was making more than what they were paying me. Oh wow. Yes and it wasn't a lot. I mean back then. Uh, yeah but still the ratio was like yes. my hustle is giving me more than my job. Yes correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I figured you know um I mean why don't I just step out and you know uh try and do this. But also at that time um there was a vibe you know the country is changing mm. new opportunities mm. will be there. Mm. I think that was the first uh, that's after Kibaki's yeah, just came Kibaki, in. Yeah. Just Kibaki's new election. Yes. I mean so, the, the country was, was in a, it was such a positive place. Yes. We were voted some uh, the happiest people the happiest in, in the yes. most optimistic optimistic, people, optimistic correct, people correct. in the world. I think I, how, yeah. how times change man. How times have changed. <laughs> so I was um, among those very optimistic Kenyans mm. and uh, Uh, I figured you know with this I think I can survive mm-hmm. and it was still a leap of faith because you know you quite unsure you know about next month mm. you know and that's the thing about business is that there's such it is actually faith because mm. you quite don't know you know how things will turn out tomorrow mm. but anyway so I, I I linked up with a friend of mine mm. and we were like you know what let's do this mm. we said you know we'll take up an office mm. i mean it was just it was so interesting i had a, a a computer he had one computer i had my desk for for my school desk mm. what i was doing for assignments yes. he had the same mm. and between us we contributed i think it was something like 20000 bob okay um and then we took up an office space which we were paying 10k wow. so it was you know that thing of two months deposit one month rent yeah But this Asian lady while we were set up the office was mm. like this two young men it's okay let me just give them this office wow. so we took up a, a one room um put up our two desks our two computers um we were IT guys so mm. we just connected did a network mm. um uh, using a cable we just crimped a cable connected our two computers mm. and started working And interestingly we didn't have internet back in that time you yeah. know when you talk about these things i can't even imagine <laughs> we had an office without internet we had to go to the cyber to do some stuff <laughs> i mean how and crazy is that guys. and we are the it guys <laughs> but where are you getting there was no fiber back yeah, then there was no fiber there was no tethering your phone no. i mean there were no smartphones no, yeah, yeah so you guys were doing websites without internet more or less in, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to fathom yeah, that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, but um it took time, maybe about uh, a year before we actually, you know, were able to connect internet to our office. Mm. And it was a big thing. I mean, it was like we would throw a big bash. Because yeah. I finally yeah, internet yeah, yeah, yeah. I in can, the I office. Imagine, yeah. So that was maybe in 2005, mm. you know. Mm. Um so we hired the first uh intern 
uh, who I can proudly say now is uh, I'm sure maybe he might listen to this. Mm. He went on to join another very, you know, successful business mm. and mm. he's doing very well. Mm. Uh Mark, I'm still waiting for my lunch by the way when you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so, he the first intern we got, I mean, Mark knows himself, so mm. I don't need to mention which yeah, company Mark, is that. I know you. <laughs> yeah, so he was our first uh, intern. Mm. He was in 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 Jakarta that time, and um, he really helped us. You know, we we continued, we set up, and um, yeah, from there on, you know, it was uh, hiring as the business grows, and um, it was a real leap of faith because mm. there were many times we didn't have a salary for even the two of us. Mm. So what's interesting and and you know I must give credit to to my partner at at that time is that um few maybe couple of months down the line um we were not having enough money. Mm. But I had moved out of home, he hadn't. Mm. He was still living in his folks place. Mm. So in a sense I, I it's only me who could take a salary yeah you know as little as it was he mm, couldn't mm. you know because we couldn't so you needed to pay rent i needed to pay rent yeah, and, and you know he didn't have to pay it rent. it takes someone selfless to yes. to, to agree to mm. you know to something like that mm. but of course after you know a while we were both able to 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 fend off the business so that's basically how we started off that's how kind of you know it it's one thing leading to another and it's that you know um let's see what what's out there let's mm. let's try you know mm. there's nothing as as good as trying and actually seeing it mm. coming to fruition mm. so for us you know that was you know you'll never know until you try so it was that kind of a thing it wasn't you know i knew always knew i'm going to go into business mm. um there was a, there's almost a folly into it in terms not folly maybe faith Mm. you know you just But jump close. in faith and folly they're very close <laughs> they're very close they're very close so that's how that's how that's my beginning wow you know i like what you're saying because i don't think people recognize that getting into entrepreneurship is really a leap of faith mm. it really is a leap of faith it's a, it's a jumping off into the unknown and i tell people you will never know until you actually do the jump yes you know you you never know until i mean if you guys are, are wondering and are looking for some uh, inspiration about getting into entrepreneurship uh, steve harvey has an interesting video and now a book called jump mm. uh, where he just did an off the cuff conversation on one on one of his uh, a monologue before a show and it tells people you've got to just jump off the cliff mm. just jump you don't know yeah. you know what that's going to but all that's going to pan out but you will never know as you'll well. never know so <clears throat> steve nyumba you go into this uh, biashara yeah and then you know we lost touch for a bit yeah at least even if we were we would see each other like we, yeah. ne- we never really talked for a while eh? yeah i think you're a big shot managing a a certain was it restaurant you were managing it was a, nightclub. a certain business it was a nightclub <laughs> yes. so your hours were quite <laughs> <laughs> at the time i was working now in advertising during the day and i was managing a nightclub at night the, the hustle is real the hustle was real i was living the kenyan dream the american dream in nairobi you know, they were both good jobs i mean yeah. they really opened up doors for me and, and one day i get I, i hope i'll get to talk about what the place of service has been for me because mm. the jobs that were that made me have servitude mm. were actually the jobs that gave me a lot of uh, networks mm. but anyway it's about you so we we talk we, we don't talk for a while then one day i see a payment system yes and i'm like 
Can I swear on this podcast? It's mine. No. God damn it. I'm like, wow. These guys. Tell me about it. How did you get from doing websites? Yes. To a payment system? So they are, they are related because what what happened is that there was quite a number of people who were interested in e-commerce. Mm. So e-commerce was the next thing in terms of okay, it's not just enough to do to do website and there were many ideas we were mm. to are trying with. For us we were like okay, e-commerce is there's a potential here, mm. opportunity. So mm. we were like um M-Pesa has just checked in uh, 2006 2007. Mm. So as like can we leverage this to try and make people pay for online stuff using Mpesa. Mm. So we think through and we finally figure okay let's do something about it so that if you're online your website just is not you know static or you know it's it's actually e-commerce platform. Yeah, it's, it's able to take payments. It's able to take then it supports your business. Yes. So we were there we thought you know let's let's do something. So we developed this uh, uh payment gateway. Mm-hmm. And um, it was very, 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 if I can use the term juakali in mm. the sense of it was a hack. Let me tell you, sometimes you really have to jichocha mm. because... Big up yourself. Big up yourself. <laughs> if people actually just knew what it was then. Mm. I mean, right now the product is very mature. Mm. But where you start, man, you have to believe in yourself. Mm. You know, you have to believe this thing and you have to sell you know that's one of the things which yes. this is the best thing since sliced <laughs> bread and you just chocha it and people buy sometimes mm. you know at night you're just thinking what if only these guys knew <laughs> did you feel like a fraud <laughs> at some point you feel mm-hmm. like uh, we'll be found out <laughs> we'll be found out how we are doing this mm-hmm. thing huh? but the thing is no one else knows how to do it mm. you know no one else is thinking like that no yeah. one else has done it yeah. so we were among the first ones to do to do a payment gateway so we, we set it up it, it we we get it working mm. um our first client i think was uh, ronald and he was doing zetu mm. it was zetu. a group Co. buying zetu.co.ke yes. you know, some of these ideas were so ahead of its time yes Uh-huh. So Zetu could have been Jumia. Let yes. me just tell you this is how I feel every time I think <laughs> about that Zetu thing. Yes. Uh and you know we started incorporated Mpesa after that we did card mm-hmm. so we started getting more I mean you learn as you grow. Yes. So that's one of the most valuable lessons I think I have currently. Mm-hmm. You know you don't have to wait till all your stars are lined up. Mm-hmm. You have to continuous improvement mm. you know that thing the job say what yes. is it kaizen? kaizen as in you have to improve day by day you mm. don't have a perfect product and then now go and sell you know so for me i think where i am right now in fact all the things i'm doing right now are, are based on that premise mm. i sell something i almost sell a future you know wow and the, my promise is you know this thing will be better this thing is good but it will even be better with your input mm. so it's like a collaboration and there's that thing of long term let's work in this together mm. and people appreciate that mm. so you don't have to wait till everything is and i think there's that analysis paralysis you know mm. where you just think wow, wow 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 i need to set up this big payment system i can't do it mm. but if you say i'll just do one thing yes i'll be known for this one thing yes. and after that you build. So for me those are the things which I really um I'm at a different place than I was mm. back then. So mm. we land, you know, big time clients. Mm-hmm. Um um 
uh, and you know, from there on, it's just continuous growth. So now you've moved from a guy who used to have a f- terrible sense of fashion. I've never told you, but now I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a wife. Yeah. I got a wife. <laughs> oh yeah, that happens. That somewhere happened in, in between. Happens somewhere in between this story. Of which, let me tell you, mm-hmm. that's an interesting story because uh-huh. my wife at that point was, um, so I got married in 2007. Okay. Right in the middle of, you know, growing this business. Yes, huh? yes. And manaume ni kujiamini. Kujiamini. You sell you sell air. Me I sold a future. <laughs> Because I don't know what I didn't have I didn't have. Mm. I think mean, the truth. In fact, you remember when when we were used to live together. Mm. I was the first among the group to get married. Yes. You yes, know? yes you are. Yes. So and some guys were like, I mean, dude, how are you doing this? But with, it, with what? With what? We know you. We know you. Yes. <laughs> we, we know. We know you, when we are changing for chapels. Hey, I'm telling you. We know you, Bana. Yeah. It's to, to, to believe in yourself. My mm. wife was already in a corporate environment. Mm. So her, she was more stable, you know. Mm. But for me, I'm like, I believe this, you know, where I'm going, I believe, mm. you know, mm. we'll have a great future. So that's what I sold. And I got a box. <laughs> if if I if I could say what my salary was, it, I can't say. But Just it, say. it it was it was it was bad. You Just know? say, Steve. There's someone who is looking down on their salary today because they feel like they it it can never grow. Just share the number. So I was I was earning twenty five thousand bob. That's a lot of money, man. That was my salary. That's a lot of money. No. It wasn't a lot of money. It was it was it was faith, I'm telling you. <laughs> Because you had bills to pay. You mm, had um mm. it's 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 really living from hand to mouth, mm, you know, mm. and you know things change. So, you know, the excuse of um you know, you don't have enough. Mm. Sometimes it's just an excuse. You can do quite a bit with the little that you have. I think that's also a lesson and, and basically what you're saying you're not you're not the amount of money you earn today correct you're, you're not what yes. what someone has pegged as yes. value for your services today of course that's you know. maybe just what they can afford yeah. or maybe your level of skill hasn't grown yet to where it can demand more, more. or correct. experience but yeah. you're not your paycheck yes you're that's not your, that's what you're saying you're, you're correct and i think for men it's really it 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 tags on people you know mm. what their wallet size mm. But you know there are other factors which you know I remember our pastor used to say being broke is just a temporary state. It is. You know it's not it's not who you are. No no it's not. You know it's a state. You know it's preach, just like preach to me preach to me. You know <laughs> I need it right now. I need it. Receive. I'm receiving the word it's right now. It's a state. Yeah <laughs> man it's a state. Yeah, I know. I mean by the way you are the one who was preaching for me yeah. a few days ago. But anyway so whatever even a salary is a state. It is. You know it can move from 10,000 to 100,000 in from one month to the next. Yes. So you know um of course you know um at that point you know i had faith that you know this thing mm, will grow mm. and um yeah so got married my sense of fashion changed oh, at that point thankfully thank you <laughs> you know yourself we shall not say your name here but uh, thank you we owe you we yeah. in the world thank you <laughs> and i must credit my wife for being she stood with me i mean we we she gave me ideas um she she was there to encourage and I mean marriage 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 can be very good you know marriage is good um uh, because always having someone 
to sound it off you know this tough times mm. carries you so women out there please validate your men you know mm-hmm. the ones who you know Preach. who 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 need encouragement mm. encourage them mm. you know um anyone can become something yeah. you know, anyone there's potential in anyone and yes. everyone That's out true. there let me tell you it's like after i got married doors just opened mm. you know it was the a result of partnership mm. it was a result of um working together mm. it was a result of uh, just getting a support uh, system mm. you know that really opened up my life you know the bible actually says it eh? mm. says that he who finds a wife mm. finds a good thing mm. and obtains Tains favor from the lord mm. and i think i think that actually just happens i mean i i'm i'm i believe in the bible mm. i believe in scripture and that completely i believe mm. it so for me those um four years or three years before i got married in my entrepreneurial journey mm. they were not as great as in i grew after i got married mm. i grew leaps and bounds our businesses grew i mean my salary changed immediately <laughs> after you know um and also it's because now there's pressure mm. there's pressure to and the pressure is real and and it can be positive where you know you know that you know you have to support your wife you have to pay the bills you have to you know hold your end of the bargain yeah. you know um we are lucky to be in a society where there's equal opportunity mm. you know um but as men we really have to shoulder some responsibilities yeah. on of the home yep. anyway so business you know grew you know our our revenues grew um yeah and you know it was just from there on it was it was about growth the guy was making money he's buying new clothes he's driving a fat moti you know things are working and then you know and 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 that's a great it's a great place to be and yes. i think i think every man must taste some success yes. i think there's something beautiful about uh, just tasting some success it's not even all the success you could ever have mm. but just a little yes. that allows you to validate yourself as mm. well and mm. say i was right i could mm. see where this thing was going then i had a sad story you know and i had uh, that you and your partner at the time uh, went to separate ways and i want to discuss this because we we go through even in our best spaces Mm. we go through tough times mm. you know as a business for or as businessmen for different reasons for me it was my uh my marriage state sort of didn't allow me to be able to put the right kind of work in the business and i had to shut it down i had to close down my office and let people go and that was tough for me mm. um what tell me about your tough seasons first one of the initial seasons which we had um mm. was a couple of years ago when the gr- business really grew mm. and we now were setting this payment gateway which it was not making enough money to support itself mm. so we had to run two businesses mm-hmm. you know with income from one business yes and there's a time we had like you know at our peak we almost had like 35 people working for us wow i mean That's a big company. That's a big company, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, by the time you have 30 plus people on your payroll. Mm. I'm telling you that was, you know. And and that's a thing about also being successful. You mm. as you you become blind to some things mm. and we just, you know, we just 
continued hiring and sometimes you want to hire to stay up yes you know you like I'll increase my sales team by x amount of people mm-hmm. you know to drive more business yeah but the environment has changed so mm-hmm. most sales people won't help your business grow mm-hmm. you know you need maybe to tweak your business change your, your service yeah. change your model and we didn't at some point we didn't do that and the revenue and the income was not just making sense mm. and i was under so much pressure i had to take time out wow. out of the business wow and did you, did you burn out i did burnt out you, I, you, I, went, you actually I, went through I, burnout i went through burnout mm. i took one year off wow you know i was like i can't do this anymore because burnout is real that thing it's guys always wonder why wives who you know whose husbands you know sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep mm. it's because you're carrying so much pressure yeah. sometimes it's even unknown to you you know you can't quite put your finger on this is If stressing me you've never seen it before you don't know it yes. yes so i i i i had that maybe about 2013 thereabouts mm. the pressure was so much mm. i was like i just need to I can't take this anymore. Mm. I mean, I need out. Mm. So, I took one year out. I mean, wow. I I I I I I was like, you know, I see it in people who take and it has worked for them. Yes. So, I really did a bit more research mm. on on wellness. Yes. And you know, that is something which people take there's more emphasis on on exercising and not wellness you know mm. your state of mind i think that's the idea for the next podcast yes. i think you just need to sambaza <laughs> some coins on my way <laughs> yeah when when people start paying <laughs> when you set up the e-commerce platform yes so yeah. we need an we need a podcast on wellness and I agree, and, I agree. and and mental health mm. you know it's it's real you mm. know so 2013 i take you know one year out Luckily for me um I had you know consultancy jobs that you know made me fly around the world wow. literally I mean I I traveled a lot wow. to the point it af- it was affecting my marriage wow. you know I remember one time I missed Christmas because I had to work you know I on your sabbatical year Yes <laughs> <laughs> on my sabbatical year I I I missed Christmas mm. on one of those and it it was really putting a strain on our marriage. Yeah. Um so luckily, you know, um so I I was still having a source of income mm. during that period mm. when I, when I took um took the year off. Took the year off. Mm. So the following year I went back to the business. Um and of course that also I must say, you know, I left my partner to carry part of that load mm. which also I must be fair that you know it's a heavy load to yeah. to to carry yeah. but I felt I'm at a breaking point you yes. know I I just needed you needed to keep yourself alive I needed to keep myself alive otherwise you know it doesn't help any of us yes that didn't help us you know because you know mm. and and it's not a blame it's just saying the way it, it is it, you know just what uh, it, it is it, yeah. it, it is what it is years down the line I think you know um it becomes harder to just keep a certain level of work working together mm. um so i mean it happened where you know you just feel that you know it's time to go separate ways and you know that's what happened wow so you you've gone through having nothing taking one salary building this business you almost you know losing it and so getting a a sabbatical 
then going back into the business and it's changed. Yeah. Um, the relationship has changed. Maybe the business had changed. And, you know, a few years down the line, that relationship ends. The business relationship ends. How did that, what did that do to you? I think my personality is such that I try to move on very quickly. Mm. They say men don't hold on to things. I think I'm a typical man in that sense. Mm. I'm like, you know what? Um, the next thing awaits. Mm. You know, um, um, it's not like, you know, it's not like an enmity. Mm. It's not, I mean, it's never that serious. Yeah. That's, 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 it's only a business. Yeah. And the things you carry and the things you learn, mm. you know, those ones you carry with you. Mm. Such that I, my, my mindset was that I've learned so much over over so many years yeah. that anything I decide to get into, mm. I will succeed. Uh, you're, just, you're not starting from scratch. It's, it looks like I'm starting from, from scratch, scratch. But you're but starting I, from a pedestal, actually. Yes. Yeah. So I registered a business last year. Mm. Um, this year I developed a product. And um, after, after I think sometime in April, we win an award mm-hmm. wow. on a business which has barely taken off, wow. you know, mm. and it was again validation. So I meet a young guy, he asks me, hey, how are you doing it? I'm like, there's a lot of things you learn and experiences which are valuable. Mm. Even your failures are valuable. They are. You know, they and, really and it's like there's no wasted experience. Mm. No, you can't say even a failure is an experience mm. which can propel you to success. What, what are the mistakes you've made? Another the lessons you've learned from them. I don't know if you remember, you were telling me a story, and I'm, I, I, I don't know the, I don't remember the details of it, but I think there's a time you, you were in a conversation of an acquisition of sorts. Was, yes. Is that yes? Is that true? Yes. So I have another mentor who runs a, a stock brokerage, and was once offered uh, an acquisition deal for a stock brokerage. I think by one of the either JP Morgan or one of those, and he refused. And the guy regrets it to this day because he had a perfect opportunity to exit the business at a profit and do something else. Maybe through that acquisition conversation, maybe through the partnership conversation, maybe through you know all the decisions you've, you've talked about about hiring staff and where you keep them and how, how you know what direction you take your business what are some of the things you've learned that you could say amani if i could tell you something about entrepreneurship here are two things or three things that you must you must consider one of the things i've, I've appreciated is the value of people the value of people mm-hmm. and if there's any mistakes i've done is maybe not seeing the potential of people mm. or maybe um, mm. hiring the you know the right people. Making hard decisions about people. And I think I just want to sum it as, a, as people, mm. dealing with people. Mm. Sometimes cutting someone loose is actually good for them. Mm. You know, sometimes ending a certain relationship is actually good for you. Mm. Um, um, so for me, the biggest lessons I learned are just the value of people, either it's your staff, mm-hmm. you know, colleagues or your partners, mm-hmm. you know, how to assess that. You know, the, the thing is, the challenge is you might not be in a space 
where you can properly evaluate a relationship mm. especially when it's like a partnership mm. but if it's like a work someone who you've hired you know then knowing what they bring to the table and if it's not meeting cutting that off as soon as you can mm. and moving on you know firing people is it's very hard it's difficult because sometimes <clears throat> you you're stuck with people who are not helping your life you know in as much as everyone has is valuable mm. maybe they are not valuable for you for you and for your business and for your business at that time at that time mm. and let me tell you for me that thing about relationships even a lot of the success i've realized is a, it's because of the power of relationships mm. our businesses grew because of relationships mm. and that thing of um working together mm. i have clients i signed on in 2004 up till today they wow. still pay me i mean that's 15 years relationship wow. you know and i value that you know yeah. and they value that because mm. this thing of you know um just trying to you know um make quick back and you know wounding people along the way it will ruin you at some point you don't want to you know be in deals where you have to look behind your back you know you've played guys you've mm. You've done all this funny business just to get ahead. It will come back to bite you, you know. Um, And it really does. Because you're messing people. Yes. You know. Yeah. So for me, one thing I'm very I don't have to walk armed. I don't have to look behind my back at you have screwed some guy, a business deal gone wrong, mm. you know. So again, people. You're able to sleep at night. I am able to sleep at night. In fact, a good good illustration. I have someone mm. who maybe we hired in 2006 or maybe 2008. Yeah. You know, they've left the business twice. They've wow. come back. You know. And for me I really appreciate because they are a good worker mm. the circumstances of their living was explainable yeah. but the fact that you know someone goes and comes back they're willing to come back they're willing to come back yeah. it means that and you especially know, now because yeah. you're starting again fresh yes so you're you're yes you've done this thing you've you and your partner have now you know former partner have now gone separate ways yes you sort of did, you divided the business eh? yes It's like asset division. <laughs> you guys are, you, you could be a divorce lawyer. You know, <laughs> you could be a, you could help guys with, with that. So and and he went with one part of the business yeah. and you went to, you yes. were left with the other. Yeah. And now you're starting again. Yeah. How does that feel? It's exciting number one because as we said I'm not starting it's you're a fresh start. Scratch, yeah. But the lessons learned are are amazing mm. and they propel me to greater or to newer things yes or which i believe will be greater heights mm. um but i carry you know this thing about people mm. um and for me i i i i i see the value of people i try and build people mm. if if there's one thing i also maybe regret is there are some people i didn't build mm. I, i should have built mm. but you know you have to be positive no you see there's something interesting i i I, I I watched the other day it was mm. about um um winning yes. and this guy was like you know for you to get to the top mm. you have to think of yourself as being the best mm. you know you have to uh, you have to believe you are the best mm. for you to get there you don't get there and then you think hey, by the way I think I'm the best as in the thinking yeah. comes before the it precedes the action the precedes the action yeah. as in you know you don't land at being the best 
accidentally. Mm, you have to have thought that you're the best. You have to have thought and believed and acted as if you're the best. You guy, you're, you're preaching to me today, man. You know, so for me, I, where I am at, I'm like, you know, I'll, the business will grow to, you know, being the best in whatever, you know, it's going to be it known for. Mm. And we will, we will thrive. And, you know, that's, that's a mindset. You know, it starts, there's this thing of the power of the mind. It's real. Yeah, yeah. Bro, your mental is strong, bro. <laughs> your mental is strong. And I like, I like what you're doing even for me. Yeah. You're telling me, bro, believe in this thing that you're doing. Mm. So what are you doing now? What's the, what's the, what's the biashara? Okay, so I do a couple uh, and, of yeah, plug plug in the business now. What's what's the business you're doing? So so right now we are um, we are set up um, a platform um, okay. to help um, landlords and property managers manage their properties. Okay, so it's an online platform. It's called Mali Kodi. Mali Kodi. Um, Mali Kodi. How do you spell that? Mali for property and Kodi for rent. Okay. Oh, so M-A-L-I-K-O-D-I. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Dot com. So that's, it's, it's a cloud-based uh, property management system. Okay. But it's not just your regular property management system. What we are trying to do is create an environment where hmm. um, we can support both landlords and tenants. Hmm. Um, landlords in the sense that, you know, they can be able to get real-time information about their property. Hmm. They can be able to get um, to see, you know, their outstanding balances, make decisions hmm. or use data um, hmm. that is very, you know, occupancy. Yeah. You're able to see your tax, manenos, hmm. you know, how what you owe the government. Yeah. So it has all those features. Or what the government owes you. Yes. You one day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also what we're trying to do is to support uh, tenants. Hmm. So, for example, one of the things which we know is that credit is very expensive. Mm. Unsecured credit for that yes, matter. Yes, yes. And the truth of the matter is, just like you and me, we both hustle. Yeah. And sometimes our, the needs, the, the what are they called, the bills are not lined up yeah. with our income. No. But they'll come. Yeah. The income will the, come. The income but will one day come. It will, yes, it's one day in the, in the course in, of the month. Yeah, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the meantime, <laughs> the bills are piled up. The bills are piled up. Yeah. And we're like, we have a data point, which is where you live. We have your deposit. Mm. Can we facilitate for you to pay your rent? Mm. You know, as you as we wait, because then we can price that credit much more, much better because it's secured. Mm. So that's the thing which we are getting hmm. into very soon. Wow. We'll be will be launching whereby um, the landlords who have signed up their tenants, we can be able to extend for them credit to pay rent. Uh, credit to move house, credit to pay for bills and utilities. So that's the business um, which we are getting into. Ish. That brain, where, where do you come up with ideas like this, man? I mean, you just have to believe. Just look for solutions and see, you know, how, 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 where that takes you. So if you're a landlord and you've got property that you're managing right now. Yes. And the hassle for managing that property is a lot. Yes. They need to talk to you. They need to talk to us. Um, we'll give them a system. There'll be property managers or agents available to them to mm. manage that property. Mm. Um, and they'll have real-time data on their their, their 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 properties. So we have integrated with the banks. We've integrated M-Pesa. We've integrated CARD. So all those online payments can be, you know, tenants can pay using all those uh, uh, avenues. Wow. So right now, what I'm, 
got a name to is a product. Um, mm. it, it's a, it's it's, it's, a pro, it's a very so it's not just a service like you yes. used to offer making websites for yes. guys, but it's just you you've created your own product. Yes, correct. Yeah. Steve, man, well done. Hey, what a story! What a man! What a Steve, <laughs> Steve, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, sure. Um, do you have a parting shot? Do you have something on the tell, guys? I think for for me, it's it's, it's as, as as men the challenge and the struggle that we go through um, in trying to you know meet our everyday obligations. You mm. know, it's a headache. But you know, it starts with the mind. Mm. Sometimes you worry too much. By worrying, you know, you 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 don't get forward. When you get to the place of um, believing that you know you can be something great, mm. uh, then you're on your way to becoming great. So that thing is not just you know some motivational talk. If it's, it's not real. hype. It's, it's, it's not real. hype. It's real. Are you putting food on your table? More than enough. More than enough food. I'm coming for dinner. <laughs> Most welcome, Amani. You've said good things about the missus. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please make me some food. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have had a phenomenal conversation with Steve. And I pray that you succeed. I pray that this thing you're doing with Mali Cody sets us up for Africa. Yes. Not just not just for here. You know, I I pray that it becomes a global product. It will. It will. And for you out there who is going through a rough day, remember what Steve said. He said he said you've got to believe it first. It's got to be in your mind first. And he said this is not just motivational hype. This is it's the truth. Believe in what you're doing, and then act accordingly, and it's gonna work out for you. So I believe you and put food on your table. I believe in your hustle and I want to hear your story. What have you had to do to put food on your table? Let me know. This is Living Truthfully. <laughs>